this week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we find self-care in some new and innovative black-ass television while exploring the naive white protagonist who gets to be racist for fun. Also, stepmoms who need their ass beat and how to trust yourself. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. One, two, one, two. Hey. Hey. How are ya? I'm good. Howdy. Hello. I was going to like go through all of the things. Okay. Well, I wanted to see what else you had to give. <laughs> That's all I had. Oh, What's okay. popping? Uh-huh. What's cracking? So. That's because you could be a blood or a crack. I said both of them. So they oh, all, is that? So they all feel well. Popping and cracking? Yeah. B- Crips say cracking. Blood, blood say, say popping? Mm-hmm. With a P? Mm-hmm. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, step up your gang culture, man. I mean, <laughs> I say both of those things. I didn't, yeah, didn't know. Well, you know, a blood is not going to say cracking. No, they're not. Buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds, nerds talking shit over tea, tea dismantling white, white supremacists, patriarchal capitalism, capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Jay. Ow. Yes, crisp. Yes. That was a nice crispy owl. It was from the bottom of my heart. Good. Yeah. Uh, all right. I like that. I yes. like that. This is a spot of tea episode. It is uh, no format. So we yeah. just come in, we do it, yeah. we dip. Yep. In and out like a robbery. That's right. Look yeah. at that. It allows us to do a show every week. Yep. So. And like Jay said, no segments. So we just free form, freestyle, just talk and we are now recording at ICN Studios. Um, you can go to their website, ICN.DJ. Check out their content. They have new content every hour on the hour. And you can also record your own podcast here if you, for some reason, want to do that. Right. Um, so visit ICN.DJ and get it popping. You're or cracking. Crackin'. Okay. Know. All right. Whichever one Whatever works set you. Whatever set you claim. If you'd like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, be sure to use the hashtag T with QJ on all social media platforms. And if you want other people to learn about this podcast, yes. use the hashtag Podin, P O D I N. And um, yeah, yo, we follow those hashtags. We retweet and follow the T with QJ hashtag and we talk back and all that good shit. Yep. Right? Yep. We do. We so do. So use we those do. motherfucking hashtags. Yes. I'm ready to get into libations but first i'm gonna tell them what libations are please do okay so libations are where we show love to the people places and things that give us black joy we pour something for the homies tea i don't know water a 40 that's right whatever for the homies Mm -hmm. libations so jay what are your libations my libations this week are Random Acts of Flyness. Okay, I'm going to hop on that Yes, one. that's a new show on HBO that has been fucking giving me life. What's crazy is I've been seeing the ads all over the subway, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I didn't think to mm-hmm. ever look into it right. until Jay said it in one of our group chats. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I'm familiar with the creator of that series, mm-hmm. Terrence Nance. Mm-hmm. He did a film years ago called The Misinterpretation of Her Beauty, yeah, I think it was, that's called. What it's called. Yeah. And so I knew that it would be something like in that kind of like abstract vein or whatever, and mm-hmm. I enjoy his work. So I kind of knew um I did I knew what style to expect, yeah. but I didn't know what to expect. But I had the no series, idea I never saw the film. Uh-huh. I just knew the person. Right. I never saw the film. Right. So when I went in, I was like, What, what? I kinda yeah. yelled at you. <laughs> 
Oh, right. You were like, what is this? <laughs> Why am I watching right, this? Right, right. No, it's abstract. It's black as fuck. Do you want to talk about more about it later? Or did you want to get into that now? We could talk about it later. Okay. Um, But we did want it to pour libations yeah. to that show. Yes, it's giving me black something. ass, black yes. joy. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't sure about it. We'll talk about that more later. But I wasn't sure about it when I was watching the first episode. And then it's like this dope turning yeah, point. That's when I was angry. That's the right. time I text you like, right. what the fuck you got me but watching? But the turning point, the turning point is so sweet. Yeah, yeah so please Shout check that out. Women. Shout out to black women. That's right. Saving the day every time, <laughs> um, whether intentional or unintentional. Right. Speaking of black women, Torre, who is a seasoned journalist. Torre has a podcast. He's had a podcast for um, about two years now, mm-hmm. I want to say. And I think it's called The Torre Show. But I was listening to an old episode. He did an interview with Nikki Giovanni. And I just felt like I was listening to like grown folks business Uh and like grown people conversations or whatever. She wasn't telling no secrets. She wasn't saying anything that was like salacious or anything. But it was just nice to hear an elder black woman speak and like be confident, be free. She knows she's a bad bitch. She wrote Phenomenal Woman. That's me. What the hell? Was that, that was my Angela. Oh. Well, wrong poet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's selling stills, bad bitch. Yeah, needless mm-hmm. to say, yeah, she's she's um a bad bitch and just like honest with herself mm-hmm. and like honest with other people and just very it was inspiring to hear her an older person confident in themselves and their work and like trusting themselves and their energy and kind of telling us all how to do that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's also good to hear the elders talk because it's like stuff that i don't have to wait till i'm in my 60s or 70s to do that you know what i'm saying i can trust myself now i can trust my energy now Mm -hmm. i can believe that i'm smart now he would ask her questions and so much of it would be her answer would be because I trust myself. Yeah. Because I know myself. See, I like I like people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like my mom is like that because you you like why did you? Because I felt like it. Right. Because I could do that. Right. Because right, I wanted right. to. You know, like those. Yeah. Like- he kept asking her. Um. So what's something that like you were, a f- something that you were afraid of or that you failed at and like how did it affect you or whatever? And she'd be like, well, you know, I'm afraid of flying, but. It would be something like so, like the the idea of some like insurmountable fear. Yeah, she didn't have that to offer. Like mm-hmm. he had, he kept having to reword the question. Because I guess assuming who she is, mm-hmm. she has gone through. She's lived a life, right? So there's triumphant things that she has done in her life. Mm-hmm. But for her, it was just like because I does that, right? That's just what right, I do. Right, I'm right, just, right, I'm just right. afraid to. Fly. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. It was and and something I else was just that she living was when of. I did those things. It wasn't even about like. Mm-hmm triumph or oh movie theaters like, she's afraid of movie theaters why? she's like i don't understand it it's just <laughs> they scare me i don't like it and when i go i have to sit up against the wall oh for real yeah she's afraid of movie theaters so that is interesting right but i um, can't hang out at movie theaters then no we can't can't we can't at we can't. all so that is interesting yeah but anyway i found a great piece in hearing her talk mm-hmm. so i'll leave the link to that episode of um nikki Gian- nikki giovanni on the Torre show in the show notes so that's Torre show t-o-u-r-e you can find it on all the fucking platforms all where the, the fucking podcasts are played google or whatever it. google it yeah google it but again we'll leave the link to that episode in the show notes 
donations. Do you want to tell folks how they can donate and help support this yes, black ass podcast? Yes, you can donate to this black ass womanist race nerd podcast. Bye. I'm gonna tell you why you're doing that. So it's to help sustain this podcast. It's yes. to help keep it going. It's to help us keep the light on. It's to help us keep recording. Yes. It's to help us pay for the website. Mm-hmm. It's to help us keep this shit running okay right. so you can do that by going to our website tvwithqueenandj.com um, on the homepage if you just scroll down you'll see that we have two options there two the first option is the paypal way and you just click that and you can it's a one time thing you could come back if you feel like it but it's just a one time payment thing and you donate however you want to there and then the other thing is to become a patreon and a patreon is basically where you can subscribe Kind of like a subscription service, right? Monthly. Um, we're only asking for two dollars a month. Two dollars. That is twenty four dollars a year. That's right. If everybody who listens to this podcast gives us two dollars a month, we'll have all the monies to do all the shit Ooh, that we want to do for the podcast. Guap. Yes. Please know that none Chicken. of this money goes into our Tomorrow. pockets. That's right, guacamole. None of this money chicken or bacon goes into our pockets it all goes back into the podcast the podcast pockets that's the podcast pockets right okay. so it it funds our website our studio time all the things that queen mentioned before um and uh yeah so I, we're not making any money off of this we just are healing ourselves and healing other but it wouldn't be a crime if we did so oh that would absolutely not be a, be a crime it's but not like for it. new listeners i just want that to be clear that we are um putting this money back into the podcast yeah 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 so we have a few donation libations and that's where we show love to the people who have donated to us in the past week yes our patreons we got new patrons this week our patrons for this week are Takunbo, who actually upped their pledge so mm-hmm. thank you so much they were already subscribed and they upped it and they gave us more money thank more you so money, much we appreciate money, you then we have Lindsay, matt and Terrietta, who also subscribed, thank you all so much. And then Deborah broke Ew. us off with the ill subscription, Ew. large monthly donation amount. Ew. Thank you so much. If that's a mistake, please take a look and fix it again <laughs> for your own benefit. Either way, thank you so much. We're fucking with it. We appreciate it. Oh, gosh. Oh, you're such a sister, girl. You're so loving. What? If it's a mistake, go back and right? fix it. We're right? not trying to rob you. We are not. <laughs> But if it wasn't, thank you so much. <laughs> Do you want to read off some of our PayPal? Yeah, so our PayPal's um, one PayPal donation is from Stefan. And Stefan says, here is $20 with the sales tax added. Thanks for getting me through some rough times last winter. Yeah. We're happy to get you through the winter. That's right, yo. Winters are fucking rough, period, yo. <laughs> I fucking hate the winter. I really do. Jay was born in the winter, by the way. Oh, I hate it so much. Oh, my goodness. Hate I don't it. hate it, but I don't love it. It's just there. I, I wish it was just there. It's, it's such a there. nuisance for me. Um, we have a donation, a PayPal donation from Elena. And Elena says, thank, thank you. you. And we say, thank You're you welcome. back. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That, you see our personalities in that response <laughs> i'm like thank you you're like that's right you're welcome you are welcome every week i come here hello and do a partner hello i'm playing elena i'm playing a little a little bit okay and then we also have a donation from janae and janae says i absolutely adore your show i'm a bit older than you all and a lot of what you discuss on the show makes me feel seen and heard i appreciate everything you do from pay black women to affirmations to news that's not news. And even putting your physical selves on the line. Like going to podcast movement and 
like going to podcast movement and having to not and having a not so good experience to help a larger group of people who sound, look and feel the way you do. Thank you. You all do an incredibly beautiful job. I can't wait to see you all live. Oh, and I'm from the Bronx, too. And that matters. Yes, it, it fucking does. does yo. It does matter. It gives us a little heart. And then it says, continue to continue success. Thank you, Janae. Thank you, Janae. Thank you, Janae. And you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, girl. We appreciate yes. you. This uh, summer, I guess, what's left of it will be at Afropunk. <laughs> we don't, I think that's what we have how was your summer right? you sound like oh the whatever is left whatever is left of this sorry winter came up and now i'm like oh shit <laughs> that's seasons. gonna happen again Fucking new york and seasons that's gonna come back around yeah. but anyway we will be at afropunk this summer per usual if you see us say what's up, up. give me all the gifts mm-hmm. don't give jay drugs that's right and we know what gifts mean okay right yeah right you can give me anything but drugs thank you so much yes please and thank you um, Let's get into the show. <laughs> you want to be the WB frog so fucking bad. I do. I am that frog. Hello, my boy. boy. Hello. I am, that, I am that racist coon frog. Hello, what's popping? <laughs> <laughs> that ass, my baby. <laughs> All right. You're. <laughs> yo, there are 20 year olds listening who have no idea what the hell we're talking about yo so back in the day the cw used to be uh the wb UB. and they used to have a little in lieu of blackface they had a little chucking and jiving frog, frog the wb frog who used to come out and um and dance Hello, and do a little soft shoe for the people oh, anyway God. we is what kind of tea are you drinking i am not drinking tea it is summer it is and it's a bit hot in the studio I actually today. wanted tea today, even though it is hot. I did too. I was like, I'm going to drink tea today. I wanted tea today. Then I came in the studio. And it was like, and it was like a problem. So It was a problem in here today. So I didn't want to drink tea. It was even a though we needed chamomile. We, we actually we could, needed to calm We could down. use some tea. <laughs> we could use some tea. I felt like, if for anybody who saw Atlanta, I felt like whoever that other rap artist is in the studio who has to threaten people, I felt like that today. I felt like, you remember the the meme that went viral and it was like me and my homegirls yes <laughs> and i'm just standing next to jay <laughs> and she's just going on and i was like it's upsetting me and, and, my, upsetting home me and my home girl. i just want to be able to come in and record that's sad it's sad <laughs> it's sad it's sad anyway needless to say we're not drinking tea and um i'm drinking salsa that's like my favorite maybe thing. we're on edge i'm drinking water but i had like a pint of caffeine so oh that's why you was popping okay so yes. jay mm-hmm. what are your pronouns pronouns are she her they them what are your pronouns my pronouns are she and her all right fantastic mm-hmm. and what are you affirming for yourself today i'm affirming as always that i am a bad bitch i'm affirming that i'm enough mm-hmm. and i'm affirming no i'm not gonna say that here hmm. i'm affirming that the life change that I proclaim that will happen for me by next summer. Yes, yes. It's going to happen. Okay. And I just can't say what that is. As long as it don't involve a rock in your belly, then I'm oh, down for it. Know. For the listeners who don't know, a rock in my belly means pregnancy. I don't want that shit. That's right. not what we're talking about. Okay. That is not what I'm we have plans. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that to her if we hadn't already discussed <laughs> that there would be no rock in her belly. So, you yeah. know. I, We're all welcome to do what we want with our bodies. I'm not affirming pregnancy. I'm not trying to dictate your uterus. 
I'm just um, saying, I hope it's something else. That's all. No, that's not that. All right, well, fantastic. Yeah, so what are you? Well, they go off. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What are you affirming for yourself? Today? I'm affirming for myself that I am not a lady. I'm not ladies on social media. I'm not ladies. I'm not a part of a team of lady people. I'm not ladies. I'm saying it because it happened again. And it'd be people. It'd be your own listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be your own listeners. Every week I say I'm not a lady, yo. Oh, gosh. It's because it's so ingrained in the It's so ingrained. Women yes. Ladies. Yes. Yeah. Jay is not a lady. I'm not a lady, yo. I'm not a lady. Okay. I am enough. I'm mm-hmm. cute. And I trust myself enough to know that I'm not a lady. But mostly I just trust myself. Mm-hmm. I had to make some tough decisions this week. And uh, it put my um, my sexual life in the balance. It's mm-hmm. hanging in the balance now. Yeah. Or gone with the wind. I don't know. The sexual life can still exist. <sighs> it can, but it's now it's been, it's been disrupted. Mm-hmm. And now I have to find a new supplier. And that upsets me because I like I had a nice little routine. I had a system and now I don't know. Yeah, but if if that system was attached to a system that does. True that. That is toxic for you. True that. True that. True that. And I'm not going to front like I never sucked a a toxic dick. We've all sucked a toxic dick. Not as far as STDs. I'm talking about patriarchy. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Y'all be hearing other things. No. Yeah, socially toxic dick. Yeah. No, I feel you. 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 So, yeah, I feel good about it probably. I want to say that I was happy about your decision. Do you do do the listeners have to hear the smile through the mic? So happy, like yes, drop that motherfucker. Yeah, it was coming as as per schedule. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, the breakup came, so I am actually just as single as I was last week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just one man down, but I was single last week too. I'm just just a little bit lighter of the dick rotation right a little yes yes um but it happens uh, to the best of us yeah anyway so like i said i trust myself and that's what it is yo so we got a letter from a listener we did get a letter from a listener and it was in response to our last show yes so last week we threw all you motherfuckers who have a lot to say about child support on the internets all you motherfuckers who want to comment about men who make millions of dollars and their obligation to pay child support and how that's a problem yeah. and how it reminds you of your broke ass child support situation <laughs> of which is still a percentage still it's a percentage still a percentage. It's not kids are not expensive it's only your whole check if you are backed up on child support hello we're not paying for you hello okay um yeah so go back and listen to that it's about a 25 minute rant and it's fucking delicious <laughs> it is really delicious. it's great i listened to it a, a few times because i was making the audiogram uh-huh. which i do y'all be sure to check those yes, out on our, on our uh, instagram media. and shit yeah i enjoyed that um so it's good so listen back to that if you haven't it's the last episode episode 166 taking up space and we talk about all the ins and outs of child support also shout out to um three-fifths podcast they referenced our child support Ew. episode and was like oh go back and listen to that because we're not going to get into that here so listen to what they had to say yeah. about the dynamics of like misogynoir and child support and yeah. what little niggas cost so um <laughs> definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't already oh but we got this dope letter yes and um yes yeah, so i'm gonna read the letter now. okay Cut. Hey, Queen and Jay, the pit this week was everything. I felt like you took all the words right out of my heart. I am the mother of four, cho- of four children who work 1.5 jobs. Not the kids, her. 
I like wow, it's for them. They only got a job and a half between them. You better put them to work. Give like, them some gloves. I was like, what is happening in this letter? That's so funny. Oh no, my God. the mother has the mother four kids and works, works one, one, one job and another, another job. Another part-time job. Yes. Most of the year, on top of managing 16 and 10-year-old girls and a 13 and 4-year-old boy. Do you know what's that, yo? Shit. Gosh. You got two teenagers in the house? Three. Well, right. One is a preteen or whatever a 10-year-old yeah. is, but a it's tween, a lot. A and a 4-year-old? Girl. Gosh. God I'm assuming this is a, well, she's had a mom. I currently only received child support from my oldest, and that was a struggle. I was asked at one time by the stepmom. I just don't understand why she's here. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you have an, an immediate reaction. I was going to wait for you to finish the sentence because I already want her name and address. Okay, I'm going to, yeah, I'm like. <laughs> already. Okay, I'm going to start this sentence Already. Again. I was asked at one time by the stepmom. Why is she talking to you, son? To itemize what I spend on her so they could compensate or rather interrogate me on why she costs what she costs. How dare you? I was told by her father I was a bad parent because I work too much or because I'm spending her money on other kids. As if I haven't had to figure out her whole life whether he helped or not. Yo. First of all, I don't even know the situation, but I know whatever he give her, if that pays the rent for where they live, that pays the rent for where they live. Like, I shut up. I don't know why that the woman is talking. Because she's trying to get these hands. I am glad to know. <laughs> I am glad to know I am not crazy when it comes to how women are treated when the topic of support comes up. He is currently big. He is currently big mad because after 12 years of getting 340, the government decided he has to now pay $1,039. Yes, get it. Which is not even a lot because that, first of all, that 340, I'm sure, was not paying your whole rent where your daughter needs a whole rented place to stay. She needs a whole place to stay. She can't live in 17% of an apartment. Okay. (laughs) That's not how rent, that's not how it works. It it really is not. It really (laughs) is not. I don't know what the percentage is in your state, but I'm just using what I know. And you know what? This stepmom with all this mouth. Okay. First of all, that's the luxury, whatever that child support, that's the luxury of not having to live with an extra kid in your house. Why don't you be happy that for whatever child support that he's giving, instead of trying to itemize shit and go about your life and yeah. enjoy your husband? Oh, well, like he said, it's only for two more years. Anyways, thanks for always bringing me back to my truth. Melanin mom of four. Okay, so we've already said the things we wanted to say, but we're going to save them again, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why this stepmom is talking she need to be thankful for you because she sounds like you didn't punch her in the mouth yeah which is a blessing sounds like she can still speak it sounds like you are a good parent who's trying to keep her family together exactly. and not not fighting uh because the, the other thing the other thing would it. be that that child could live with their dad right and he can have full responsibility sure. and you would still be a horrible mom anyway right. because you're not exactly care of and then the stepmom and not a stepmom will have be to a mom be and, more and, like, mothering do labor yeah. right and then she could tell us what that course mm-hmm. tell her to get it out of my like are you fucking serious her I, the thing that irks me with this is this and because i date a lot of men with i date a lot of men with children We're because grown. one i'm grown mm-hmm. two i don't really want children so okay. it just it just seems easier Dude, to date men with children benefit, so they don't be like wanting kids with me and shit i love a man with a daughter <laughs> <laughs> i really do <laughs> i really do why 
because i like you said um, that was so like like with like such i like a man with a daughter gravity, like, who a is a who's a good parent mm-hmm. because as somebody also who is probably um not going to have kids mm-hmm. i i mean i would be happy with a boy i guess if i had one too mm-hmm. but i i think that i would be i think i could be fulfilled being like a stepmom to like a daughter you gotcha. know like that that wasn't mm-hmm. mine yeah I i'd be it. happy with what well, you're a stepmom i like little <laughs> motherfuckers not yours what well yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i'm saying when it comes to like choosing a motherfucker uh-huh. i think i would be happier if I had to choose to be a stepmom, I think I would be happier being a stepmom to a daughter. But I could do I could do a son too. I could or do whatever. either. I feel that hmm. I've dated men with daughters and sons. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was easier for me to be integrated when it was a boy mm-hmm. than when it was a, a daughter. I never get that far, so I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> integration i just be watching from afar and well, be like somehow, oh somehow very minimal because i've never been hugely a part of any right, family structure right, right, right. but it just seemed a little less friction-ish when it was like mm-hmm. the, the son and the, the mother and, mm-hmm. and then i have mostly boys anyway my sister oh, has okay. yeah, right my it. sister yeah. has four sons okay. i have one niece so like i'm good on boy yeah, boy it. children yeah. like who to be in you their raised, life you raised a lot of boys yeah when my niece was born and she had a vagina we were like <laughs> how do we change this diaper like what oh what do gosh, we do with this that is you cra- know that's crazy but it yeah I what i want to say so what i was saying but um before me and jay went on a tangent mm-hmm. was the fact that the stepmom can even talk to you in this way just shows me how horribly the dad mm-hmm. is in that space like mm-hmm. How does she form her mouth to say these things right, to you? Like, right. why? What gives her the authority to mm-hmm. ask you for an itemized list mm-hmm. for the job? Not to mention, people underestimate the element of safety you provide by not punching them in the mouth. Yeah. So, like, you have clearly she felt comfortable enough because you've been reasonable, reasonable enough yeah, with her exactly. that she could form her mouth and feel comfortable enough to say Same. something like this to you, which means that you've been doing your part to kind of nurture mm-hmm. a healthy relationship. And, and which she's taking for granted. Yes. But hats off to you and shit. Yeah, hats off to you. But as a woman who dates men with children, mm-hmm. right? You already come with a package. Mm-hmm. There's already money out, out of your pocket that's not going to be allocated mm-hmm. to me. That is a given Hello. when you date somebody Hello. or marry Hello. someone Hello. with children. Nah, she tried it. She was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Why would you think? I'm going to fix this. So tell me what you <laughs> spend. Because we be trying to go to the Red Lobster and I just, you know, like that makes no I sense. I want to be able to get a big you drink. Date, you date a person who already has a child. Right. Especially if it's a man. Men generally play child I love, support. I love that too. Be like, oh, you you with your kid this weekend. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh a busy God. motherfucker. I do too. I like a busy go person Go over too. there. Yeah. But... There's money that's mm-hmm. allocated to him taking care of another person that has right. nothing to do with you that you have no say with. Right. So if you date someone or marry someone who has a child and they pay child support or even if they're a full-time parent mm-hmm. to that person, it's not about you. It's mm-hmm. never going to 100% be about you because they yeah. already have a child before you. Here's the other Something gag. existed before you. That's right. That's right. But you know what? It be dry bitches that be all like distraught about that and trying to nickel and dime and itemize shit like that. But if it was somebody who was making 
fucking five dollars an hour they'd be like he's a good man and you know uh-huh. and you would just and take what you get exactly. and you would just deal with it but when mm-hmm. they come with a kid and when it appears it, when it looks like another woman could be benefiting from whatever financial yeah. stability they're providing then it's uh-uh uh-uh and i'm sorry that all my imitations are of a higher voice <laughs> but my voice is deep and so that's where it goes okay i'm not trying no, to disrespect anybody you're right they do be like uh-uh because uh-uh. as a woman as a woman because you know those are always some as it's a always woman a as a woman pick me bitch yeah, right yeah so. um anyway melanin mama four thank you so much for your letter <laughs> we send you love we send you patience and we acknowledge that you have been keeping that stepmom safe and she don't even know it she don't even know it hats off to you yo she don't even know it. She don't even know it. You ever it. think about that sometimes? So My like, little sister's name on Twitter is you wasn't even safe. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't safe. Like, for all the times that she has kept silent and not beat a bitch's ass just because. Specifically of- our stepsisters. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Whatever. Like. Uh, the nerve. You know what? Let's, let's take a break. I just. Let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money <laughs> do you know what this year is um what's this year well it's 2018 but do you know what 2018 is all about what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year. your money yes so give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women okay, yo okay okay so, so how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamWithQueenAndJay.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two. Can, two. You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yo. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice. That's right. On how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again (laughs) all the time yes and we're black all the time all right right. i don't i don't like having a partner in this now oh well i'll accept it i used to out by myself listen now too i rocked out for four and a half years do you I used to owl by myself. Join in. That's all right. And I let us exist together. Thank you. Because everyone deserves to owl. Everybody deserves it. I thank you for that. I thank you for that. Um, So, self-care. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yes. Let's talk about self-care. I've been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Yeah, so I've been vaping. (laughs) Right. So I need to get one of those because Mm -hmm. usually I have a cookie or an edible laying around my house and I don't have any of those. And so now I'm drinking, which is not even really my lane. Mm -hmm. What you be drinking? I drink rum. I drink rum. Yeah, I drink Bacardi rum. I like to mix it with a ginger beer. You are a West Indian. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm drinking. 
anyway but yes self-care i would like to find an alternative to drinking the reason i'm drinking is because i've watched all the shows yes and you know what's crazy i'm not drinking right but i'm like what is wrong like i feel like something's missing i need something to do Mm -hmm. and that's when i realized tv is a really big part of my self-care i like to watch tv yeah and it's nothing fucking on yep like me and Jay in a, in a group chat together talking to our friends like fucking fiends. Yep. Like, what else should I watch? What, what are y'all what watching? Look so, 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 um, so what y'all watching right now? Did you, I suck um, your dick for, some, for some, something. To, I just something want something to watch. To watch. You, you, you caught up on all them powers? What, what? No, we're literally. Right. We need some, so my mom, this is when my mother would say, well, read your Bible. But that's not where I find my self-care. That's not where I find it. And uh, I haven't settled in fully to meditation yet. Um, so, yes. So I need TV to watch. I so this TV. is why. Right. So we're thankful for random acts of flyness. Yes. Insecure is back. Yes. Power is insane and ridiculous. Power but is it is ridiculous. still something to watch. I'm one episode behind. I'm not sure if I'm still going to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what my body tells me. Right. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Empire is coming back. Which Why is, is that coming back? High octane. Because niggas like me is watching it. Because it's high octane ridiculousness. <laughs> who is watching it? Because you're the me. only one who says it out loud. Who the fuck <laughs> is still watching Empire? Those same, those same woke people who pretend they don't listen to Charlemagne. <laughs> them. It'd be me and them, except I don't listen to Charlamagne. But it'd be me and them watching Power, okay? Be your own co-host. It'd be your own <laughs> co-host. Yeah, yo. So, what, what, did you find anything cool on TV? What's your... I actually have not. I actually started watching, because I'm into documentaries too. So, I started okay. looking at docuseries on Netflix. Okay. So, I started watching one, I think it's called Liquid Science. The reason I like it is because one of the Wu-Tang, I think it's RZA. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. Okay. Jizza. One of the Zuz. Okay, it's probably RZA. He's dark-skinned. That does not help. Um, there are only two light-skinned members of the Wu. Oh. See, I don't know. All right. But anyway... Um, he is the he is the narrator and host of that um, okay. show. Everyone knows that I'm into science, so mm-hmm. that's one thing. And then another thing while oh, maybe I was watching it, is it that I really enjoy. Since I think it's science. Okay. Um, and the reason why I'm into it also is because I like seeing a black man in that space. Mm-hmm. Usually, the narrators of those shows are like white men with mm-hmm. those nasally voices, right. and he's just like, "Yo, like, yo, what's with the thing?" You know, <laughs> it's just does it like, sound like he has something caught in the back of his throat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. now that's the reason. So, um. So I enjoyed that. So I started watching that. Mm-hmm. Then there's another docuseries I started watching. I can't remember the name, but it's about kingpins and queenpins. And oh. I learned about this queenpin who was a black woman in L.A. who was running shit, making millions and millions of dollars selling crack. Okay. And I was like, go, sister. <laughs> <laughs> it was just interesting to see these stories of people I've never heard of before. Right. They still go. They go to other countries and stuff and mm-hmm. um, highlight other kingpins from other okay. country they did the um what are they called i don't know some jamaican gang but i don't know it was shower just, posse yes they okay. did one shower posse i skipped the one the people i knew so i skipped al capone mm-hmm. not al capone I skipped, boring <laughs> yeah i skipped um you know you like mm-hmm. i skipped those and went to the people that i didn't know so i did that which was pretty cool but then after that i didn't really have anything else so mm-hmm. that's why i went out chat and was like <laughs> pose is and, over my got, house is done got the new episodes of insecure is they out yet or yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been watching okay let's talk random acts of flyness okay so i started watching this like i said i knew it was going to be some abstract shit so this is a new series that's on hbo again it's by um terence nance 
black guy mm-hmm. and I'm familiar with his work so I was already interested I like abstract shit I like abstract shit when it's done with good sense and it's not just abstract to be like I'm an abstract piece of shit you know what I'm saying yeah. like I like something that like is abstract I like with abstract purpose sometimes um because you know I'm not a huge fan of ridiculousness yeah um, and that's my brand yeah mm-hmm. like you love that my brand <laughs> <laughs> um but so at first when I was watching it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was watching either. Right. I didn't know any, I don't know anything about his style of mm-hmm. how he produces work. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I was, yeah. I thought I was going to watch a sitcom. Not no. a sitcom. So it's legit. What the name, what it is, it's in the title. It's random it's acts random. of flyness. So it's all these different little stories woven together into like with one theme mm-hmm. and pieces of it are documentary style and pieces of it are like storytelling or like, yeah. you know whatever the fuck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah i enjoy it because i don't lots of our work in that way mm-hmm. um it's either a drama or a comedy mm-hmm. special or a variety show right um so i don't generally see black produced shows presented in this way unless mm-hmm. i'm at some like artsy farsi shit yeah not like this on hbo mm-hmm. for lots of people's consumption right um so that's what i like about it and then i like some of the not some of a lot of the ways in which they show blackness look in many different ways mm-hmm. so you see queerness and all of these in spaces that are not like you, you could learn but it's not like learn this shit right you know it's just yeah. like it's not like message <laughs> you know what i'm exactly, saying it's, it's yeah. not beating you over the head with the message like you can le- legit watch it and just appreciate like the art mm-hmm. that's happening yeah, that's and if you I get a message it. you get a message and, and if, if you, you don't, don't you, you don't. don't my favorite thing so i started watching it actually and then i turned it off at like the first as the first episode was going because it seemed like some of our shows that involve a message sometimes it feels to me like we're just talking to white people like look see how hard black people have it like, don't you see that i'm a human and don't you see about what (laughs) right okay yeah see see what's happening to black people right personally christmas attics yeah ain't nobody nah so um (laughs) so i was gonna turn it off because i was like okay that's not for me i come here to enjoy things i don't need to be reminded that black people are being killed I know that. Yeah. I talk about it. I don't need to this see is not for a me. bit about you understanding white privilege. I don't want to. I don't need to. I don't to. need to. Yeah. So I turned it off. And then I was listening to um, Shade Parade mm-hmm. podcast. Shout out to Ronnie and Marty. Um, they were... Ronnie had watched it. Okay. And, no, they both watched it. But Ronnie was like, what the fuck is this? And then they went through basically the whole episode. Mm-hmm. And they got past the part I watched and started talking about other shit that I found interesting. So I was like, okay, that, sound, that sounds good. I'll go back in. Which is why it's important that us media makers are out here reviewing and talking and about talking shit. Because honestly, I had turned that shit off never return, to return to it again. I only watched it because you said no. It it's gets, cool. Gets, right. Just... just just trust right, me. right. Especially nowadays, with people's time is short, we're not sitting through stuff Mm-mm. like how we would before. And we have options, yes, like we did yes, before. Yes, yes. Even so I though turned right now, I feel like I'm, I, I think that's no another options. reason why I feel like this so itchy about you're watching used to something. Having options, because I'm used to right. having a bountiful amount of options of TV things mm-hmm. and seeing like blackness or people of color mm-hmm. on my TV. It's you watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, I watched Breaking Bad. Okay. That's know. so old. I know, I know, what but like? not everybody had watched it. I was trying to help you. That's so old. All right. Anyway. 
Um, I'm not put on to that from, you know, some guy I was fucking with. Okay. Ago. Okay. So <laughs> I turn it back on, mm-hmm. right? So I, I watch it or whatever. I get through the parts that were rough to me or whatever. And then there's a moment in the show, and this is where I felt like I had got sucked into the TV. Mm-hmm. There's a moment because it's all different. It's abstract or whatever. So yeah. there's a moment when Terrence is sitting at his computer, computer, you know, whatever. And it looks like he's editing for the show. Editing for the show that we're watching. And he gets a note from someone named Annalise, who I assume is a black woman. She's black. Right. And she's like, he's like, what do you think of the show? Whatever. And she's like, well. And he's like, what? And it's like, she's reluctant to say it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, no. What? Like, what yeah. were you thinking? Or whatever. And she says... Something to the effect of, and this is all over text, something to the effect of, you know, I get all of the talking about whiteness and, and degrading whiteness or deriding or chastising whiteness, yeah. but maybe we should focus more on celebrating blackness. Oh. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we should do that. And then the show. And then the show flips to celebrating blackness. Yeah. And it's such a big, like, that's such an important distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it goes back to kind of what you and I always talk about, about who is your audience? Yeah. Who are you talking to? Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of shows, a lot of podcasts, a lot of other shows that have black hosts. That doesn't mean they're talking to me as yeah. a black woman or mm-hmm. a black person. Sometimes it is, okay, we're here to teach white people things. Yeah. We're here to educate white people on stuff. We're here to entertain white people. You know what I'm saying? What that's not what I'm that's not what I'm into and I can smell it when I'm watching mm-hmm. it because I know I deserve better yeah. I know when something is not for me and so that pivot was like oh shit it's stuff here for me too yeah. and I liked that that self-critique kind of that yeah. he included that because mm-hmm. you know that happened in real life that kind of like and you know I was a black woman yes <laughs> yes because that's exactly what I was thinking I was like all right we're getting stopped by police these little kids is dying okay yeah, all right like, whiteness what? is toxic okay all right so like now can i have some fun (laughs) you know what i'm saying so yeah so then they pivoted to celebrating blackness there's a documentary portion where they're doing an interview of a gender non-conforming i don't know if he identified he did identify as he i believe yeah but i don't know if he identified his sexuality as officially bisexual or what i'm not sure but it was non-heteronormative yeah. and he was exploring his sexuality and and style and um i just appreciated seeing um a black man talk about his life in that way yes because that's not generally how i see right. black men talk about, right. about their life on television mm-hmm. i do know of black men who talk of their yeah. life but that's like an interpersonal thing mm-hmm so to see that on TV and to him to just, you know, I, you know, I've talked to my girlfriend. We decided to see other people yeah. and she knows that I date. You know, I'm interested in men mm-hmm. also. And just to see that he was able to. And that's another thing, too. I think that it is. There's a lots of people feel that black women will not date men who will also date men. But we out here, though. Yeah, we out here. Mm-hmm. And it was just nice to see that happening on my right. TV and for them to, like, have this conversation. Right. And she's like, all right, babe. And, you know, like, so mm-hmm. I just enjoyed, I really enjoyed that portion. Yeah. And it's liked, lit. And I liked his clothes. His clothes were very cute. <laughs> his clothes yes. were very cute. But I like that they're having the conversations that when we relax amongst each other mm-hmm. and when we're not performing yeah. on social media, perhaps, because some of that tends can be performative, yeah. mm-hmm. when we are having conversations, when we're talking to each other, when we're... T- I love an intergenerational motherfucking conversation, yeah. yo. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's some of that going on. Like, it is... 
the shit that we talk about, mm-hmm. and when I say we, I mean black people who are comfortable with each other behind closed doors, whether it be at brunch, whether wherever we're not dancing yeah. for each other or for somebody else, it's like that's what the show feels like. And I like that, and it feels comfortable, and it feels safe. And episode two is a fucking masterpiece. I really love episode it two. It is a fucking I was like, all right. masterpiece. I'm sold. I it want that game. It was a masterpiece, yo. I want that game. I want that game, too. It's a video game scene in there that's pretty epic. And then there's a fucking musical piece. And I love, Queen loves a musical. Dude. I love a musical. I want that whole soundtrack. And I actually <laughs> want that to, to be turned into a full length musical. I want to watch that. Okay. <laughs> but I love, it's so many different mediums it seems like it's just so many different types of art being played with there's animation there's song there's dance there's there's fucking like parody it's all different type of shit Mm -hmm. going on and uh, i don't know y'all feel alive and shit it's 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 rare that you watch something that like inspires you you know what i'm saying i was like oh this this, is motherfucking inspiring okay so i like that yo that's that's giving me some self-care happiness yeah i'm happy to find that show mm-hmm. i'm happy to kind of have two shows to watch what's so what's two shows now so this insecure. one oh and then insecure is back yeah okay i went to see um black Klansmen. oh how was that it was black women safe okay so for what anybody that, mean? that means that i have found some of spike lee's most recent work um, abusive <laughs> you said it not me <laughs> so that would include uh Chirac, which is a nightmare and the she's gotta have it series which we reviewed anybody can go back and listen to our she's gotta have it reviews there are five episodes worth of reviews we reviewed two episodes of black woman trauma at a time (laughs) so check that shit out but i feel like there's always this fear because i feel like some of spike lee's work acknowledges black women in a very limited way yeah and even though it seems like he's trying to honor us it is it seems to always happen in some service towards black men He's or through a the <laughs> tap. <laughs> it's whole tepian. Says that he's a whole Okay. It seems to be happening in some sort of like through the gaze of black men is how the black women seem to be written instead of like with their own voice and their own agency yeah. and shit like that. But I so I was expecting to be offended at some point in black 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 clansmen. And it was good. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. The black women characters, I didn't feel like were props. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I felt I felt good about it. nothing profound happened except that I wasn't bothered, I wasn't offended, and I didn't feel abused. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a black woman who's having second thoughts about going to see black clansmen go anyway, I think it was it was good. You'll mm-hmm. be okay. Okay. You'll be all right. Okay. I figured I see it since me and um John David are gonna date at some point anyway. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I guess I'll just And he out. sounds like his daddy. He always sounds which like is his fantastic. Dad. He's putting on a I don't know if that's supposed to be a Colorado voice or if he's supposed to sound like like some sort of dork. I don't know. So he's got like a little bit of a putting on a voice. He's but acting. He's acting, he's but he do sound like his daddy, um, which is always nice. Which is gonna be interesting. Daddy Denzel. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. look you gotta put it in the ether okay anything else you got going on with tv any other good vibes that you're feeling no all right 
just just a reminder for some like good like black girl self-care if you haven't already seen the thanksgiving episode of master of none on netflix that's the um lena waith written and directed episode yeah which is like amazing the only episode to watch it's the only episode to watch yeah <laughs> go, go and watch that and you can you can watch that with a clear conscience yes because there's a lot of drama surrounding surrounding that series and it's yeah. on sorry or whatever but yeah check out lena waits episode it's fucking lit it is angela bassett's in it you say that with more happiness angela bassett mother of all mothers auntie of all aunties sister friend anything else enough okay she's in it definitely check that shit out gotta honor her speaking of television the homie adrian yes motherfucking adrian from vanderbilt university use a fucking you need to be someone's pen pal in jail because you be fucking (laughs) writing letters they will love the shit out of you 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 actually (laughs) honestly should legit do that you should do that um last time we suggested that adrian get a medium a account medium? and his cousin sean said not to encourage that <laughs> so. okay so write letters to people in prison yeah something like that so adrian's letter says sorry this is late and i just bombarded you with another letter but when i started writing this i had just finished an episode from maybe a month ago where you mentioned your t-mail was dry so it made me want to comment on jay's revelation regarding watching new girl at the end of episode 50 Wait, no, I will never say our T-mail is dry ever again. Love you, Adrian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a metaphor for real life is what I said. And then Adrian says, but I got distracted and I'm only now writing about it. So a friend of mine, another black Vandy classmate of ours, but one who would definitely say hi back. Yes, (laughs) there were black people there who did not do the nod. Very few recommended watching curb your enthusiasm oh so just for like a quick refresher on episode 150 i was talking about new girl and i was going back and watching it because i was thirsty for shit to watch yeah and i was realizing that uh just the main character basically just walks around being obnoxious and like fucking with people and she gets away with it because she's she's a white white woman woman. right Mm -hmm. she's a cute white girl and oh so everything that she does is like oh so adorable and oh so cute and so she goes around taking up space upsetting people and that's supposed to be funny and cute every fucking week mm-hmm. and it's not it's exhausting so anyway so another friend recommended that adrian watch curb your enthusiasm adrian says this was well over a year ago i finally watched it about six months ago and i admit i loved it i'll probably watch new episodes but i did notice there were several episodes and bits centered around the main character, Larry, being mistaken as a racist. Now, in case folks don't know, the main character, Larry, wrote Seinfeld and the show is a comedy about his life post Seinfeld. On one particular episode, Larry runs into a former aspiring writer who happened to be a black woman who he refused to work with back in the day. And I think she calls him out on never working with white people and surmises that he's racist, to which Larry spends the entire episode trying to prove he's not racist and it's all a misunderstanding, which technically it is. But it just struck me as odd that rather than Larry just going around the whole episode whining that poor Larry is misunderstood and not racist, why didn't he use his clout to help this black woman writer out? Nah, never that. He spent the whole show trying to convince himself and the black women and the black people he regularly deals with that he's not racist. And it hit me that a lot of shows deal with race that way. So rather than the white man listening or even helping out, he spends his time convincing black folks he's not racist. That's the important thing. And once that's done, 
he walks away happy because it's funny to watch the poor white man being mistaken as a racist when ultimately quote we all know he's a good guy and he isn't really racist hardy har har and then when jay pointed out zoe deschanel was basically just going around being awful and harassing people i was reminded of another one of my favorite shows the office michael scott the lead is generally awful and mediocre but when he gets his feelings hurt it's because someone's had enough of his awfulness and mediocrity the show makes him sympathetic and everyone feels bad for him because he's white and mediocre and didn't mean it he consistently sexually harasses his secretary he uses the n-word in the office he tried to force a gay man to kiss him these things are undeniably awful but in the name of comedy he's forgiven for all these things because mediocre white boys will be mediocre white boys same as on family guy simpsons and several other shows white men being awful but it's funny and tolerable because deep down they're just good people who want the best for their friends or all their terrible shit goes away because the next episode they find the time to treat people around them like decent human beings and not props for their shenanigans or even worse they get called on their shit and never learn Two episodes later is back to homophobia and misogyny with no consequences other than the two minute lecture before some final wrap up jokes. And then the credits. You even pointed out some problems with Atlanta, a great show, but definitely some issues with writing black women like Van is beautiful and awesome, but for some reason puts up with earned shit. And we're supposed to feel sympathy for him with how he mistreats her because he's this down to earth genius who is really trying, whatever that means. He even really fucks shit up with Paperboy, who has always looked out for him, but takes no responsibility for anything. But again, Ern is supposed to be sympathetic. Even I didn't realize how terrible he was until he wouldn't even attempt to have fun with Van at the German festival. All this beautiful and smart woman who raises your child and keeps dealing with your broke ass, bringing little to the table, asks you to do is a few hours of participating in a festival. This is for people who watched Atlanta, so go back and watch Atlanta. But this is not really a spoiler participating in a festival that's important to her and you can't even do that come on Ern. she should have been left his ass but apparently he does just enough kind things to keep her around sure ultimately there's so much centered around us accepting and forgiving the problematic actions of main male or white characters and never any actual centering of them learning something they're the same terrible but lovable people for seasons even as i type this i'm not really mad at the characters or shows i'm just shaking my head and we'll go watch next week but i definitely wanted you to know that i feel for i feel your pain i'm weak and still watch this type of comedy but now my head screams at me every time these kinds of problematic tropes happen and no one calls them out it's unfortunate but i'm glad you guys noticed it too lol well, Adrian, we are race nerds for a reason. Okay. <laughs> True that. You know, honestly, the theme that all of those people have is like the idea of being naive mm-hmm. and, and, and I guess stupid, mm-hmm. which is also generally what people try to make the face of racism in any way. So I'm like stupid kind of aloof doesn't even know the the um impact of their actions right. and the, you know that right. that whole thing created by the media that's what that is mm-hmm. um and that is why a lot of people get away with being racist right even in the work environment if you call out something that or anywhere if you call out something that someone has done as racist like listen that that was racist or this is happening to me because i'm a black woman or whatever they will defer to 
oh, well, I don't think he's racist. Someone actually said that to me. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think he's a racist. Okay, that's, that's cool. And that's I just, not even what you said. That's not I even said what I said. That, right. But just happens yes. is racist. But now we're making this about that Them. person and protecting that person's mm-hmm. image instead of addressing the ways in which I was hurt by this person's actions. Yeah. So, uh, which in itself is fucking racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now we're going to deflect from the actual racism that took place and addressing that we're going to deflect and take away from, attention away from that yeah. to now talk about pr- and and protect this white person. Or we're excusing the racist act because they didn't know better. They're right. naive. They're just learning mm-hmm. and it doesn't fucking matter. You can go to jail for doing a crime that you did not know was illegal. Right, or mean you, you, to commit. Yeah, that mm-hmm. or mean to commit. You will still go to prison. That's They don't say, oh, well, they didn't know right. that you couldn't smoke cigarettes inside bars in New York City. They don't do that mm-hmm. shit. You're going to get the ticket. Yep. You're going to get what... Yep. I don't know if you're a white man. You're probably not. But that's it's, there's no system that allows you to like be naive mm-hmm. unless you're being a white racist. Right. Or you're being a misogynist. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, well, he doesn't know any better. Or he was yep. raised that way. Yep. Or, yep. you know, he comes from a small town. And He's it's a like, nice guy. I don't give a fuck. Black people come from small towns, mm-hmm. too. And they learn to adapt and live in this yep. shit. And the harm is never addressed. Yeah. Because we're now talking about, well, is he a racist? Nobody gives a shit. Can we address what was hap- what happened to this person? Can we address the harm that was done mm-hmm. to the marginalized individual in this situation? Instead of always pivoting back to the majority population instead of always pivoting back to whiteness. Yeah, and then it's these characters that we're talking about, mm-hmm. they all have childlike qualities. Mm. Um and that's another thing that I think they put into these characters on purpose mm. um to make us forgivable when it comes to this racist shit cuz racist racism is funny. Right. And how do we make it so that it can still be funny and it'll still keep coming back to the show mm-hmm. or we could still be a horrible misogynist fucking partner, but people will still be lovable towards me is because you right. make them childlike so you feel sorry for them you know who never gets to be childlike black even women in tv black women mm-hmm. black women black people we don't get to be children well earn is childlike is he you think i think so i think he's immature but i don't think i don't think that he's presented as what, why do you say he's presented as childlike i say because he's a grown man and he's very immature so for me that's childlike Okay. When you say when you say childlike, to me the other characters, there's a level of innocence there. And mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think that Earn um is afforded innocence. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I do agree that he is wild immature. And all that that whole thing with like what you're saying, like we're supposed to forgive the immaturity yeah. of men. You and know what I'm like, saying? No, it's yeah. like the same. Like the boys will be boys. That right, whole kind right, of thing. Right. Like no, that's a fucking grown ass. That's a fucking father. Mm-hmm. You are raising a person. Mm-hmm. Like right. Have it together. She snapped it together and got it together. Mm-hmm. Like no, like I, that stuff is not and forgivable. But they make it forgivable on purpose. Right. And even when people critique Atlanta, when they talk about Van's character in in the episodes and in the moments where she is being immature, like when she's like trying to take a picture with Drake or there were a few other things that were like, Oh wow. She's like being like wild immature right Mm -hmm. now. Motherfuckers villainized her. Like, what is she doing? She's a mother. This, this doesn't even seem like in line with her character or da, 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 da. Um, so it's just interesting the ways in which we're forgiving of male characters, whether they be black or white or whatever. And the ways in which we're forgiving of white people Mm -hmm. period of white characters period 
which is why we talked about TV today because we don't want that in our television. We don't. You know, I know I don't. Mm-hmm. I know Atlanta disappointed me this this year. Mm-hmm. Kind of not go to that show for that. Mm-hmm. But I guess y'all can do what y'all want to do because it's your show. Alligator Man is epic. That was the only episode. Then it just got so dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see what happens season two. All right, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Thank you, Adrian, Thanks. for this letter. We've got two more in the books, <laughs> two more on the docket, Adrian letters. We will read those uh, eventually. At some point. We did. We have read them. We know what's in them. Yeah, but we will yeah. read them on the show eventually at some point. But thank you again for taking the time to write us, yo. We appreciate you. Yes, definitely do. Mm-hmm. This is spot of tea. I feel like we did a show. Yeah, we did a show. We did a motherfucking show. Oh, if you have been here for the whole show, yeah. Um, be sure to subscribe. You obviously love us since you're still here. So go to Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Google Play, whatever app that you're using to listen to us, subscribe, make this a permanent thing, and come visit us every week. You know what I'm saying? Be sure to follow us on all the social media. I can't believe you got me saying that. I knew it would happen. That's right. Follow us in all the places. We are at T with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. We're at T with Queen and J on Facebook and Tumblr. We have a website, T with Queen and J.com. Be sure to be sure to check that out for all types of new information. You can send us T mail or any other inquiries. If you want to uh, freaking advertise with us, you can send us email T mail about that. Yeah. If you want us to fucking come and do a talk or be on a panel, if you want to pay us to do some shit like that, yeah. you can shoot us some T mail. We're there. T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Please send us T mail there. Visit our website, T with Queen and J.com, and you can hit that donation tab. Donation become tab. a patron. Or become a patron or become a or donate by PayPal. That's right. And when you donate two dollars or when you subscribe and become a patron, we of course mention you on the show. Yeah. And we're able to keep doing this podcast. So it's not a bunch of gifts and rewards in there. It helps us to do this thing and we shout you out on the show. Yep, yep. Yeah, I want to get into hashtag hashtag T with QJ hashtag say her name hashtag pods in color hashtag pod in hashtag black lives matter mm-hmm. hashtag stop killing trans women hashtag disability to white hashtag the whole squad hashtag inner whole uprising hashtag Marsha's plate hashtag unpack BG hashtag queer walk hashtag 4c hair hashtag did you say disability to white hashtag film this hashtag spoonie chat hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you hashtag twinder i was looking through some of that stuff that's that's like a twitter uh tinder tweets going on situation yeah i found it i came across that today i think awkward duck started that and um i was entertained it's like it looks like a 20s thing but it was cute it was it was some cuties in there okay all right um what else is going on those are all our hashtags yep we did that shit yeah all right thank you stay black good day if all things were equal, then everyone should be able to play every character, but all things are not equal. That's the, the, the suggestion that acting is acting and that we're on a level playing field is ahistorical, it's apolitical. And um, Jen, really, it was uh, your arguments a few years ago that really shifted my thinking around this. Because I, I, as an artist, I don't ever want anyone telling me that I shouldn't play something because people have been telling me that my whole life. But the reality is, 
I think it's 84% of Americans do not personally know someone who's transgender. So most Americans learn what they learn about trans people through the media. And yes, we have freedom of speech and freedom of expression, but that freedom has consequences. And the consequences are being most experienced by trans people. Right now in this country, there are, in the first 54 days of this year, 10 states introduced 21 pieces of legislation targeting trans people, mostly trying to limit the, our ability to go to the bathroom. The Obama-era guidelines for how transgender kids should be treated in schools have been rescinded. Any kids who brought suits against their um, um, schools um, for being discriminated against, those suits are not being heard by the current administration. The current president is trying to ban us from the military. Um, our unemployment rate is three times the national average, four times that for trans people of color, and we're being murdered in record numbers. And so in this cultural environment, when we see representations of cis people playing us over and over again, that reinforces this idea that trans women are not really women and trans men are not really men and non-binary people don't exist. And that is the basis of the discrimination that trans people experience. The, the crux of so much of the discrimination we experience is that we're not really who we say we are, that we don't really exist. And so it's crucial that the representations that exist in the media, at least at this historical moment, reflect the realities and the humanity uh, and the complexities of our real lived experience because our lives are on the line.